Hey, my fellow monkeys, what's up? Old Uncle Silverback here with you on the Armed Ape Podcast, the show where we review and talk about everything from guns, gear, and movies to life in general. Nothing is ever out of bounds. As always, everything we talk about has the end goal of making our lives better by cutting through all the marketing BS using logic, reason, and honest discussions. I look forward to hearing from you soon and to your participation in the show. Hey, monkeys, what's up? Happy Father's Day to everybody on this 16th of June, 2013. Today's going to be a little bit of a shorter show. Got a lot of stuff uh, planned with the family today. But I did want to put something out real quick because I don't want to get in the habit of what happened kind of last time where I go a long time without putting out a show. I'd meant to do one last week, or last weekend actually, and it just it didn't work out. There was too much stuff I needed to do then as well. So anyway... There's a couple of things I'm thinking about doing, and one of them is, uh, some of you guys, if you've heard my other show, and I think I've done it with this one, uh, I know I've done it with this one, where I've um, done stuff where I go to a different location, and we'll do a show at the park, or do something like that. Right now, out where I live, it's so damn hot. I think yesterday the temperature was like 108 or something like that. So it's hard to actually do stuff outside because it's just boiling hot. And it's only going to get hotter uh, out here in the Phoenix area. So anyway, uh, all that to say, what I was thinking about doing is when I'm out running errands and doing things, I was thinking about maybe doing mini segments in the truck. The problem with that is sometimes the audio quality isn't as great. But I think by doing that, I would always be able to have some content. I may be even able to do this show uh, on a weekly basis. So uh, we'll see about that and kind of see how that goes. So since the show is going to be a little bit shorter today, what I wanted to, excuse me, what I wanted to talk about was a couple of movies that I saw that were actually really good and that um, you probably haven't heard too much about. And they're, they're, oh... One of them you would definitely call a B-movie, and that's a movie called Alien Raiders. And you can get that if you've got Netflix where you get the discs. You can get those. Oh, speaking of that, speaking of Netflix, it seems like one of the negative things with Netflix is that they always have, there always seem to be in contract negotiations. So at one point it seems like they'll have a bunch of shows that you like, and then you tune in the next day and then they're all gone. So... If some of you guys are, are fans of South Park, they used to have South Park on there, and we went to watch an episode the other day, and they were gone. I'm not sure when they were when they were pulled, but um, you know, like with the contract negotiations and all that stuff. So, and it seems that I don't know if anybody out there who's listening has maybe uh, heard some more stuff or has maybe a little bit more inside information, but it seems like they're not their uh, negotiation team or whatever doesn't isn't too good at, at doing stuff because it seems like they always lose lose a lot now i still i still like netflix and there's still a lot of stuff on there 
that we watch and especially for my for my kid there's tons of stuff for her to watch so she watches you know uh, so for us it would be it's worth it for that also for me because I watch a lot of oddball movies and uh, a lot of older stuff and stuff that's kind of um, oh like b-movie-ish or you could even say like cult movie type stuff or some of the horror things you uh, they seem to have a pretty good selection of that also, I'm a big fan of foreign movies. Uh, I don't mind reading um, yeah, the the subtitles and things like that. That doesn't bother me at all. In fact, years ago when I first started watching, I'm a big anime fan. Not as much as I used to be. And maybe I guess I shouldn't say maybe anime as much as... There's a lot of animated movies out there that are actually really, really good. Uh, and if and if you can kind of get beyond the fact that you're watching an animated movie, uh, some of the stories are actually pretty good, especially some of the stuff from Japan. Not all of it, of course. Um, a, a lot of it panders to their perceived audience, and so a lot of the stuff, because eh, because they are going for a younger audience, a lot of the things that happens and a lot of the characters and some and a lot of the anime stuff is kind of iffy for for me as an adult now. But there's a lot of movies that come out and that have come out of there that are actually really quite good and the stories are really really good. Oh, what's his name? Is it Miyazaki who does um you would you would classify him as children or maybe even family movies, but they're really well done. He's done things like uh, My Neighbor Totoro, also in Ponyo, oh, what was the Spirited Away, which is actually a really trippy movie. But all those movies are really, really good. And of course, those are made more for a family thing. But they're the stories and how they're animated and what the, and what actually happens in some of those stories. You wouldn't see done in America because they would say, oh, this focus group didn't think that happened. I don't know. Maybe they do focus groups in Japan. I have no idea. Uh, anyway. Getting back to uh, some of the some of the movies that that uh, I've been watching, I watched one the other day. In fact, I just I watched it yesterday, and uh, I'd mentioned it before, and it was called Alien Raiders. And the the story of it takes place. <clears throat> excuse me, man, my throat. I just got that's a terrible thing to have to listen to. I'm sorry about that. I just can't seem to get my throat cleared. Um. The uh, the movie Alien Raiders basically takes place pretty much all in a supermarket. And it's one of those things where the people are all isolated. And without giving away any spoilers, because you, you get this stuff right at the first, is the um, there's a team that goes in and they're trying to hunt down people that have been infected with aliens. And so you don't know who it is and who it, and that type of stuff. And really... Uh, that's sort of the the premise. I'm trying to see if I can read what they've got up on Netflix. And again, this isn't on the streaming. This would be if you had the actual, uh, if you have the th- the plan where you can get the the um, the discs at home. Uh, let's see. And the the <clears throat> the description they give is kind of douchey. It says, "With guns blazing, furious assailants besiege a small town supermarket, killing several employees and shoppers and taking others hostage. But the real horror begins when the survivors realize that something even more sinister lurks in the aisles. As police barricade the perimeter, 
An anxious standoff reveals the shocking truth. And then, so, uh, but it's worth the time if you, if you, like I said, if you have the disc, it's definitely a low budget movie, although it's done well. And the acting, uh, I didn't really, there was, there were some people that I, um, that I kind of, kind of recognized. I've seen them before. And, uh. But I couldn't, I, I could kind of place it, but I couldn't, I couldn't tell you who they were. And there's a guy named, um, I think, Rockman Dunbar. There was another guy, Carlos Bernard, that um, I recognized him, but I, I didn't know where they were from. And I don't know if that, if that one dude is like maybe on, um, I think he's on like one of those shows like 24 or something like that, which I never watched. So I don't, I don't know, you know, for sure if, if that's what he's on. Um, and that other guy, this guy named Rockman Dunbar, I've definitely seen him in other things, and I recognized him, but I, I couldn't tell you what other movies he's been in, or if, if I've even seen anything that he's been in. But because a lot of these guys, I think, have have some acting experience, uh, the the even though the, the movie was low budget and everything, uh, it actually turned out pretty good. And the guy who was a director, I think, was a, uh, a prior special effects and makeup kind of guy. So a lot of the effects that they do are practical, which is nice because, uh, especially on some of the low budget stuff, a lot of times they don't get, have the budget to really make the CG look pretty good. And, you know, for me... And I've, I think I've maybe probably talked about this stuff before. I can overlook a lot of stuff. I can overlook like really poor effects or even even poor uh, digital effects. If if the story is good and the acting is is halfway decent, and it's sort of the same thing. Even if it's a low budget thing where the uh, where the acting maybe isn't that great, but the story is really good or it's a really clever concept, I can kind of go along with it. Also, if the acting is really, really good, if the story isn't 100%, and by that I mean maybe they've got like a few plot holes here and there, but the story's not total dog shit. Um, but if the story's got a little bit of weakness, I can I can get over that if the acting is good. And on this one, you know, the story, there was a few little holes in it, but again, I think it's well worth your, uh, well worth your time. Uh, the other one that I watched about character actors was this thing called I think it was called that guy in that thing, uh, and it's a it's a, a thing where they focus on five or six different uh, different character actors, and I recognize pretty much all of them. Um, there's a couple of them that are newer guys that um, that I didn't really know. I didn't really recognize them because I don't watch the shows that they're on, and uh, so anyway. Uh, but that is that's it's very interesting because you sort of see kind of what it is to be a uh, kind of a working actor in Hollywood, and of course, none of most of these guys. When you would look at them, they're not like ugly or anything like that. But you wouldn't they wouldn't definitely be considered to be leading man type thing. And I'm trying to think. You know, I can't even remember. I think. Did they do, 
I don't know if they did female character actors in that thing. You know, isn't that weird? I can't... Let me... They must have, but I can't remember. The only ones I can remember were the were the guys that they did. Let me pause this, and I'll, I'm going to pull that thing up and see what they did real quick, and that way I can get you the full title as well. So it's actually that guy who was in that thing is the title of it. And that is actually on streaming. So if you have streaming with Netflix, you can look at it. But I'm looking at the cast and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I don't see any I don't see any women. That's funny. You know, I didn't think of that until now. But that's that's peculiar. You would think that they would let me let me see if I can get the full list. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It only, it only shows ten. It says there's sixteen of them. But anyway, it's kind of cool just to get a kind of look at that. Uh, and let's see what other recommendations do I got for you guys? I'm gonna take a look here and and uh, we can probably hear me clicking here and there. Um, let's see some of the older ones that I've watched that I think you guys would like. Oh, we finished up Dexter Season 7, which if uh, I'm still a big fan of those. You know, one thing about the Dexter discs when you get them back or when you get them in is, and I, I know a lot of DVDs do this, they'll put actual key plot elements in, in, the, um, in the, moving, the moving scenes on the DVD menu. And especially, I think it was in Dexter season, was it season six that they did it? There was a huge reveal. And so they have, and I can't remember if this was in the, um, I think in season six, they had a thing where one character witnesses something that another character is doing. Hence a reveal. And they put that in the menu. And I'm like, you motherfuckers, why would you do that? And especially if somebody... And, and, and one of the things, too, with the, that they did on Season 6 was when you first put the disc in, you know how sometimes it, it, you know, it, it won't let you fast forward through or jump over certain things? Well, they've got a couple of uh, uh, like preview stuff of what Showtime has or whatever. And again, they showed the reveal in the disc. And on this little preview thing, and I just, and, and, uh, you know, it was just one of those things where you pop it in and you're waiting for it and you're just kind of half paying attention to it, and then boom, all of a sudden you see it and you're like, man, why did they do that? They ruined that for me. And I guess, I don't know, maybe they just figure you've already seen, if you're buying the DVDs, you've already seen them, but they've got to know that a lot of people wait and wait till it either comes on Netflix or wait to get it at Redbox. So, anyway. Uh, maybe that's their way to try and fuck you a little bit so that you go out and actually do uh, sign up through Showtime or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, uh, enough of that. Um, there was um, JCVD, which is his Jean-Claude Van Damme thing. And uh, the story, it, it, it's different. And there was a lot of hype about it. I liked it. It wasn't the greatest thing. But if you're kind of a fan of him or you enjoy some of his movies, 
it's kind of neat to see him in a different type of role. And what it is is he's it's sort of the story about him in that as he's getting older, he's not like this mega star that he used to be, and so he's having some money problems. And he goes to uh, like a local. Um, I, I don't. It, it almost seems like it's kind of like a post office type thing slash bank deal where you can kind of get money and stuff. But anyway, he goes over there, and then there's this robbery going, and they make it. They make it seem like the cops are thinking that the star that he's. Um, he's pulled the robbery himself because it's, it's been kind of publicized that he's been having money troubles and he's, you know, going through court battles and stuff like that. So anyway, it's kind of a neat thing. So before we wrap it up, I got a couple more quick recommendations. I don't know if I recommended this one before, but there's a movie called The Driver and this was made in 1978 and it stars Ryan O'Neill. Now there was a movie called Drive with Ryan Gosling which you can tell if you go back and watch The Driver, you really see where that movie came from. Uh, it, it's the same kind of characterization where Ryan O'Neill is, is a getaway driver and t- has very little dialogue in the movie. Um, there's also, I watched uh, Dread, which was actually pretty cool for what it was. Uh, they did a thing... Where they, usually in superhero movies or comic book movies, if the main character is masked, uh, there's a lot of of time in the movie where the, the main guy takes his mask off constantly. Iron Man does it all the time. Spider-Man does it all the time. Even Batman, some of the earlier Batmans do it. But you, of course, they want to do that because they want you to see the actor's face. What was interesting about Dread was the main actor, Carl Urban, you never see him without his helmet on. So, And, and it's kind of like, uh, basically you just sort of see his mouth and a little bit of his nose. Uh, and even in the, the one of the opening scenes of the movie where he's suiting up, you see him putting on his uniform and his basically his like riot gear that he wears. And then you see him from behind kind of put it on his helmet so you never see his his actual face uh, which I thought was really interesting now of course they did another thing with the person he's partnered up with does not wear their helmet at all you never I don't think I think you only see her in a couple of scenes with her helmet on uh, but anyway I would recommend that movie as well um, a lot of action if you want to see something that has a real real similar premise there's a movie called uh, The Raid Redemption. Uh, and again, these are all on um, on Netflix. And I think these are all the discs. I don't think they were doing those um, uh, through uh, through streaming. I, I think they have to be able to get the discs. But anyway, those are good. Um, what else did I see? I saw Safe House, which I had heard a lot about that it was super shaky cam. That's the one with uh, Denzel Washington and Ryan Reynolds, and they're basically CIA people and stuff like that. So anyway, um, that I actually really enjoyed that movie. And I think because I kind of had a little bit lower expectations of it going in, but I actually really enjoyed that movie and thought I, uh, I got a real good kick out of it. And I think you guys would like it too. So anyway, those are some of my recommendations for you guys. I know that this show is maybe a little kind of 
discombobulated and kind of bounced around a lot, but I did want to put something out. Like I said, I'm not going to do stuff where I go more than two weeks without putting out a show. All right, my monkeys, I will talk to you next time. Take care. This guy's got a monkey scrotum and he's bragging about it. Oh, teeny.